And we are live. That's live for us anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. Mama told me hey, not to sell work. Mama 17, five, same color t-shirt. White. Mama told me hey, not to sell work. Mama 17, five, same color t-shirt. Yeah. Young nigga poppin' with a pocket full of cottage. Yeah. Whoa, chemo, sabe, chopper, aimin' at your noggin'. Yeah. Had to cut the attic, then the top I had to chop it. Skr, skr. Niggas pocket watchin', so I gotta keep the rocket. Yeah. Neck water. Faucet water, market birds, market and pint stocking. Nats keep biting, nats wrist on hockey, hockey wrist on rocket, rocket. Lot of niggas. Another KC Social Hour podcast, and uh, today's a very special podcast because we have Shiv Dave finally got to kick it with us. He's been to a couple of events with us, but this is the first time we actually got to record a podcast. Real quick, just to get it out of the way, uh, had a very, I'm not going to dwell on it too much because I know that the true Chiefs fans are hurting and this by no means is an indictment on all Chiefs fans, but my experience being a Chiefs fan this year was in a word toxic. I really love Alex Smith. I love Andy Reid. I love Eric Berry. I love the team as a whole. And to say something like that right now, it it stings a lot of people. It stings a lot of people in Kansas City to say that you love Alex Smith and that you love Andy Reid. And I'm beside myself because I don't think it's that controversial a take. One team wins the Super Bowl. One team every year. That means 31 other teams are upset and have to move on and carry the burden of being the losing team. I don't mind a little healthy criticism of the team. But when you have the local sports radio show, 610 Sports, constantly spewing out garbage about how terrible the coaching is, how terrible the quarterback play is, when they are in fact winning and you are at the top of the division and you're turning corners on teams that you haven't beat twice since the early 2000s, and then you turn around and you have KCTV5's sportscasters, and I'm not talking about Coleman, I'm talking about some of the others, bashing the quarterback after a highly contested playoff game. And you even have the weatherman, the Kansas City weatherman. What other market? And there's a few others that are pretty shitty markets. New York, Philadelphia, where the fan bases are expected to be shitheads. And my question to the Kansas City fans are, do you want to be one of these shithead organizations? That's constantly pissed off. Real quick, here's the easiest take in the world. Tell me who's not going to win the Super Bowl. You tell me who's not going to win the Super Bowl. And that was the take of 610 Sports. And that was the take of a lot of Chiefs fans. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Obviously, we didn't win. But that's a very easy take to have. And it's a shitty way to go into the season. But whatever. And I'm not talking about all the Chiefs fans. I just argued with more Chiefs fans than I did of any other fan base. I didn't argue with Broncos fans. I didn't argue with Chargers fans. I kept arguing with Chiefs fans. I kept arguing with 610 Sports. I kept yelling at the damn TV when when certain television stations came on, man. And it was draining. 
And in the end, when the Chiefs actually did lose, it was like I felt like the Chiefs fan base was breathing a sigh of relief because they were proved right about how shitty their team was. And I don't want to go through anything like that again, man. Just a terrible way to end a great season. And, you know, look at the highlights. Look at some of the games these guys won. It was a great season. However the hell you want to take it, however you want to look at it, it was a great season, man. I hope a lot of you guys agree with me. But anyways, moving on. This podcast has, I've already said it, but I'm going to say it again. My man Sheev, Sheev Dave with Corey Hockler. I didn't say Corey was on there, but I'm saying it now. And one of the things that I'm into right now is Jordan B. Peterson's podcast, Super Deep Shit, man. And the reason why I'm really digging it is because for a long time, anybody past a certain age that begins to study science and religion, you know, ultimately, if you study enough, it's very hard to understand and interpret the Bible in the context of science, obviously, right? Jordan B. Peterson makes the intellectual argument for religion, which sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, man, the man is super deep. He's really onto something. He warns that our moral compass is out of whack. And I tend to believe that that is the case. And so his answer to that is through improving yourself, being morally strong. And if that involves a religion, then by all means, that can be a good thing. And in particular, he advocates Christianity. But I'm telling you, man, before you start nodding your head and thinking it's crazy, my man is super smart, and he's argued with uh, agnostics and atheists at a very high level. So if you're going to dispute some of his claims, you better bring your A-game because my man is a professor, and he is not messing around. And if you are interested in that kind of stuff, listen to the Jordan B. Peterson podcast. I think he has four episodes. The last one, uh, episode number four in particular, lays out the argument very well. Uh, He also turned me on to the Gulag Archipelago, which was about the socialist labor camps that were installed by Stalin and Russia. And it is fascinating. Life can sometimes be suffering, my man. And I think as, you know, we arm ourselves with the knowledge to guide us and help us through the suffering, the better people we can be. But that's getting pretty deep. But the podcast after this returns to the shallow end and we discuss Jodeci. Catch you on the flip side. Yep, let's do it. And we... Our live. That's live for us anyways. And you're locked into the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm here with my man, Corey Hockler. And Sheev, what the fuck's your last name, bro? Dave. What's up, guys? What the fuck's your last name? That's a weird last name. But No, I didn't D-A-V. know what his last name was. It sounds like Dave, but it actually sounds like Dave because that's the truth. It's nice. That's like a... Like he's like French, the nineteen right? like nineties no, like like Dave, uh Dave. It, is, it is day D A V E with an accent with an accent over it and there you and, go motherfuckers and he's like Jodeci yes you sound like a nineties that sounds like a nineties R and B singer yeah, Dave. Dave 
I am Ooh. way too young to know yeah, who the he fuck that is. doesn't know what the fuck we're you know talking about. <laughs> That's what's sad as right, fuck. Is, girls, it's uh, brilliant. Whoever, whomever doesn't know what Jodeci is, it's J O D E C I. Google it. Oh my god! Do you? I am not going to remember not that. Do you not know Joe? Yeah, no. no we're Jodeci, you need to play some Jodeci right now. Jodeci. Was the shit? Who the fuck is that? That was person? the first concert that I ever went to. Is it really? Is it? That's I, embarrassing. I'm a, it is embarrassing. I wouldn't. T- I would lie. Except that no, but Jodeci is the shit, though. Is this like some sort of EDM, like '90s, whatever? No, it is, I'm just um, kidding. It is um, Jodeci love music. Jodeci is still one of my favorite songs, and I like was genuine actually, pony. Is that what it is? No. Genuine was an awesome album. Yeah, but genuine. But Jodeci is more. Um, Love making music. I would so is Pony yes. by Genuine. Yes. Uh, Feenin. You got me. F- oh, I'm a terrible singer. I'm not. Yeah, no, you, you got it, man. You got it. No, you're, listen. You're not uh, a good rapper either. You, uh, listen, I'll tell you how you may know oh. Jodeci. Have you ever heard uh, Toss It Up? Let me see you toss it up with Tupac. No. You never heard the Tupac song Toss It Up? Jesus Christ. Never mind. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard Tupac. Okay, well, Tupac. Song. He's coming out with a movie. Tupac used to fuck Not with Jodeci. but someone else. So Tupac, in his heyday, recognized the genius of Jodeci, who was a trio of dope-ass singers. You need to play some Jodeci right now. Dude, they're the shit, man. I, I would. My, but, my, uh, my first concert was um, White Snake. Headlining, um, Great White opening up. I have never heard of those people. Have you never heard of White Snake? <laughs> Did you just make up? Wait, hey, names? why don't she? Why don't you <laughs> tell people how old you are, dude? <laughs> I probably Here we go again on my own. Oh, I've heard that. That's yeah, White Snake, they bro. play that in a lot of like college dive bars. Yes, and then I'm sure you've heard <laughs> and, of Great and, White. Up. And so what? many sorority girls are like, "Oh, this song is so great! I have no what? idea what it is." You've heard Once Bitten, Twice Shy, right? What? My my, my, I'm once bitten twice shy, baby. That's Great White. I know you've heard that song. What? That's Great White. Is that a song? Yes. Oh, that's an awesome song. You know what song you guys should play right now? Bad and Bougie by the Migos. Okay. Now, I could play the Tupac Toss It Up song. No. Or I could play uh, All My Life. All My Life. All My Life. All My Life is interesting. Okay. Because I'm going to get a little bit lovey-dovey with you right here. All My Life. Listen. All My Life. All My Life. Sounds no no not from the can no no not no Chief Jesus, Jesus Christ my Christ. man that's, that's okay no no tell him what the ABV on that is all no, right no, we no, don't tell my <laughs> motherfucker picks up <laughs> ten fifty imperial style barrel aged everyone's drinking from a glass and he's drinking it like he thinks it's a fucking um, PBR hell yes. fuck yeah I am <laughs> okay okay I'm getting glasses now here shout out to PBR <laughs> so. All right, so yeah, he he's thirteen uh, percent ABV just to the face, right? <laughs> like it was a. All right, back to Jody. Back to Jody. <laughs> back right. to Jody. So this is Casey Jojo. What's wait, hold on? But before you go on, before Reuben hits play, I'm like, I, I tell him to hold on a second so we can have a plan of what we're gonna talk about. But he's so fucking wired. That he just fucking hits the play button, and now we're talking about Jodeci. So this is fine. Hey, so we, this is what podcasting is. We have devolved in the first eight minutes, and I just think it's awesome, and it just shows that we're picking up right where we left off with no plan. We're just going for it. Uh, the beauty of podcasting live. Reuben doesn't even have the computer off. There's no beer news. <laughs> music. He's gonna no. have to fucking dub that shit in later if we do yeah. beer news. <laughs> yes, that's right. So. Real quick, back to Jodeci. Back to Jodeci. Okay, Jodeci releases this song called All My Life. Now, on the surface, All My Life sounds like a love song 
to a chick and all my life. But the thing that, that really is the tearjerker for me is the song is about his daughter. Ooh, you're like my brother. You're like nasty. my father. No, 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 no. Because people had a twist that he's saying all my life. I never fa- If you listen to the words, it right, makes let's perfect play the song sense. right now. Like the let's Rance everyone movie. hear it and then make their own interpretation. That sounds like pedophilia. No, no. Yeah, no, no. When you hear the words, listen, it's beautiful, right? Here we go. All right. That's what everybody's been waiting for. Joe, does he come back? Kansas City Social Hour, keeping a current. Oh, he's turning it up. What is this? It's like Perlman? Jesus Christ. Starts off with some nice violin. Is that violin? It's like Perlman's is the world's greatest Can violin. you hear it in the back? He even starts off by saying baby, 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 because he's is, talking about his baby, this his is, child. This is a great Mama. podcast right here. This <laughs> is all about beer, guys. This is all about wow. beer. Wow. Is there a song with a longer intro that you yeah. could have come up with? There we go. There we go. Damn. That's too long. Mike. Oh, I've heard this shit. Yeah, I've Mikey heard this C. shit. Yeah. You did it's not a describe it song. well at all, Corey. <laughs> did I describe Joe All well? my life. Wait for yes, someone right. like you. He is straight up not talking about his daughter in this song. That's for sure. Yes, he is. Listen to the words and tell me he's not. I'm so glad. Wait, here you go. This is straight up 90s R&B right here. Yes, listen to these words right here. Love like you, sweeter than you. Come on, man. Another love. Yeah, it's straight confirmation bias right here. Someone needs to look this up. My life. You're close to me. You're like my brother. You're close to me. You're like my father. You're close to yeah. So did everyone? You think everyone stopped listening at this? Yeah, point, absolutely, right? they did. The podcast just. We know. I should have played toss it up. <laughs> well then that was the thing about Jodeci so then they could go into some beautiful that's a beautiful fucking song they could go into that to fucking uh, Tupac's Toss It Up which I will now do next so this is basically the the title for this podcast has to be Jodeci bringing Jodeci back <laughs> Bring no, well, hey, do you, do you want to? Was there a better R&B group than Jodeci at the time? Uh, male. Group. Bel Biv DeVoe? Bel Biv DeVoe was. Tupac. I, I, but it was toss it I think, I think uh, they trumped them. You know they come no out with the Tupac way. movie? Yeah. It's called All Eyes on Me. What's that now? They're coming out with the Tupac movie. Yeah, yeah. And it'll probably have Jodeci in it. <laughs> <laughs> it should have. I'm sure they're still around touring and Joe shit. Joe can you please contact us on our podcast? We would love to have you on. Gosh, man, we so they, yeah. Right now, another this is another long intro, even for a rap song. Uh, Tupac had a pretty long intro with Joe It must have been their thing. That must have been their thing. Now picture that. Tighten up the sheets, it's the thug in me. Uh, 
Pull over in a busy in a parking lot. You should become Tupac for your next Halloween costume. <laughs> well, and, and you tattoo and Thug Life on your, on your chest. I'll just play I'm the sorry, break from Jodeci. Just the break. Here. This is Jodeci. That's almost like, that sounds like, uh... Huh. That's dope as fuck. That's dope as fuck. Baby, I can make you with my life. Yeah, it did. Yeah. That that, that vibe. Also, that was a Dr. Dre produced track. Dr. Dre, yeah. So, and I think we're talking a little bit about, who who were we talking? Oh, because he mentioned Genuine. This is like the R&B special. So what, what song do you remember from Genuine? Pony. Okay. Hands down, that's, Pony. That's very interesting. Yeah. Because that was the album that was produced by Timberland. Timberland, who From did Magoo and Timberland. Justin Lee. Yeah. Uh, no, really? Missy and Elliott. Yeah, but Magoo and Timberland, too. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. He, and they did that song with uh, Aaliyah. Yes. With the he baby. He produced Aaliyah. Oh, so I listen. talking about, yeah, rock, rock the Boat. Rock the Boat. You talking about Rock the Boat? So. No, I don't know if it's Rock the Boat. Aaliyah? Rock the Boat? Genuine. I don't know. The one with the baby crying in the background. Yeah. Oh, that's Yo, that, that, was, that was her album. No know, baby is Her signature album. Rock the, boat, rock the Boat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the fucking song, yet, but I know what you're talking about. Can about uh, R&B music? Yeah, it's fine. Hey, man. I mean, it was like a great era. You guys want to listen to this podcast? You guys want to listen to this podcast? Listen. All right? Genuine. Was the album that was produced by Timberland was fucking great. God damn it. I hope I'm not cutting out with this mic. Jesus Christ, was I cutting out with the mic? Mike. I don't even one, notice. No one's, one, two. no one's gonna fa- this what, this podcast the- isn't going on the beer shit. I already I've it's already not? determined. Oh, come on, dude. Bring it back to beer, don't you worry? Right, right now. Well, you got to pour this motherfucker out right here. <laughs> the one I took a straight sip on. Did you already drink? Did he pour you any or no? My, no, no go. You guys, hey, look, I'm fucking, I'm looking, I'm orchestrating shit. I'm playing Jodeci. I'm playing, I'm playing fucking Tupac. Hit him up. You play, uh, I got Genuine. planets in orbit over here. I already got mine. I'm good. So listen, you, are you Timberland any of it? Okay, yeah. produced no, 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 that, that, right that <laughs> pony album. You got to keep the beer away from Sheev, bro. Yeah, Sheev, fuck. What are you doing, bro? Drinking? So, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get you drunk. I'm... So, I'm because I leave early because I get tired. So what so, happens after I leave, I can't – I make no account for. I guess the Come only, on, guys. The fucking point I'm trying to make is Timberland is fucking brilliant, bro. Yeah. That motherfucker is a beast. Especially when he collaborates with Justin Timberlake. Okay. That's another great point. So he does the song with Ju- with Justin. What is that? Uh, the wow with Justin. Because I'm um, – that, that mirror song. Uh, just so everyone knows, Ruben in the back. Of, oh. Ruben's dancing, just so anyway, thinking about the song. He, he oh, I like, love Mirror. He did the, like he did he like did his weird dance. Though. He did okay. like five different songs with I, Justin. And Can I don't remember this. That was straight up Timberlake. Timberland, now listen, I think I could be totally wrong though. Listen, Timberland goes to accept an award and doesn't mention that it's a Timberland track. Timberland says you'll never get another fucking beat from me again. Right? Uh huh. Timberland makes, a, I mean, uh, Justin makes his subsequent album uh-huh. after that. No, and Mirror wasn't Timberland. My bad. Yeah. That was the only good song on Justin's new album. But all the shit before that that he did with Timberland was fire, bro. Dude, Cry Me a River? Cry Me a River was fire. I could be totally wrong. That was that. Timberland? Yes. Let me look that up. No, right. absolutely it was. So after that, he makes... Just the only track that was worth the fuck was Mirror, and he did that stupid Jay Z song with the tuxedo shit that was very popular, 
but was dog suit shit. Suit and tie? Suit and tie? Suit and tie is dog shit. If you like suit and tie, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't want to say, uh, I was going to say the R word, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Corey, Corey is 2017. Oh, yeah. Crime River is Timberland. All right. So he did not give credit to Timberland on that back? album. That's a good song. So then subsequently, the subsequently. He's good in Trolls. Did you see that? I, I just, how that rolled off the tongue. Subsequently. Yeah, I know. He did not hook him up on the next album. Justin Timberlake's next fucking, Justin Timberlake, one of the biggest fucking stars on the planet. His album Suck Balls, except for one song, Mirrors, I mean, which I, I do love. It was all right. And, and no, then Suck he, Balls. And then he that JC shit, if you like that, you're you're an R. I'm an R? What does that mean? You're stupid. <laughs> you're hella stupid. What the fuck was that tuxedo song? I don't, I don't I mean, listen to it. Right. But you've heard Mirrors? No. Just sure Timberl- I, I 2020 know. experience? I'm not a Yo, girl. Justin Timberlake, I really dig your album. Shout out to me if you really <laughs> want to, all right? <laughs> that whole shit where you're just like in be- like, getting- like between. It's like it's like oh, you're wait, literally right, if you look at the album at the album cover, he is literally getting an eye exam and someone just took a picture of it right in front of his getting- game. Name one be- song from that album. One song. Without looking, guys. One song. Ah, shit, you're there right, you go. Man. You loved it so much. <laughs> now name name one song from the album before. Sexy back. There you go. That was Fuck, Timberland. Man, you're right. Sexy back. Boom. Did Sexy I, back was Timberland. You see how I just got him? Yeah. I fucking got him right there. He had to admit that Timberland was the I mean, sole I got reason suit, for Justin's Suit and tie mirrors. You're right. You're right. Suit and tie blows balls. But what about the troll song? What is the troll song? Um, Are you trolling me right now? No, 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 no. No, I'm looking up. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm Sexy back. What? Like, what is it? Oh, that's Timberland. I I'm bringing it. Sexy oh, okay. back. That's to all Timberland right there. Because I think he even says it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's totally Timberland. That's it's, Timberland. It's, well, Timberland wrote it, but then this guy named Danger, like, did the producing. Well, that's his boy, though. Yeah. So they're all in the studio together, just like fucking around, taking protein shakes. <laughs> Giving, rubbing each other down. You know, roids in the ass. I'm yeah, totally. Bag. <laughs> All you bitch ass vatos just don't know how to act. <laughs> Sorry. Freestyle featuring Ruben <laughs> on Sexy Bag. I wish you guys could have seen me getting it. Uh, boom. See, because right now I, I'm free. I got I got the uh, the handheld mic. So I feel like I'm performing right now. Boom. Can't stop the feeling. The kids. Can't stop the feeling. What's that? Can't stop the feeling. Justin Timberlake song. What what album was that on? That is a newer song that came out like last year. You know know what he needs to do? I have that song. I know. Yeah, your kids would like that shit. That's just making me dance right now, bro. I know. That's but listen, who produced it? Who produced it? Listen, though. It, but you know what? Wikipedia page is just, see, just you know what? It. You know what? He he came up with one good song. Does he have a full album with that song? No, that's just that's just for just a, a teaser, a single. That's a single. Let me from, let me, like, let me tell out. you what that motherfucker needs to do. It's like Timberlake being bored for like 2016, and you know what, just like you know, let me just put shit out. He needs mean? to dig back in his files and call Timberland up and say, bro. I'm fucking sorry that I did not acknowledge you in the Grammys or whatever the fuck music awards I didn't acknowledge you on, BET, whatever. Hook me up with a new track, bro. And then he has And call to- that Vato from Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then he also needs to cry on TV like he, he did on Punk. River. He needs to definitely cry on TV like he did on Punk. <laughs> he cried so hard on Punk. <laughs> 
<laughs> that you remember that? No, I, I don't. Yo, watch this episode. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. All right. Justin Timberlake was on Punked, and he cried his ass off because there was a scene where people were like raiding his house. And it wasn't even like they were just like straight up movers taking his shit out. And he literally sat outside and he was crying. And I don't know what the fuck it was going on, but I think guess he just it was like produced by Timberlake, Max Martin, and Shellback. What punk? Oh, so he got back with him? <laughs> no, no, no. Timberlake, dude, she was in the middle of a story, motherfucker. It it's all right. It's all right. By Timberlake, Everyone got the story. Max Martin and Shellback. Timber- <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake got punked. Oh, he, oh, oh, yeah, he, yeah, was, and he yeah. got Timberlake, punked. That was the buzz. That was the buzz. <laughs> he got punked and he cried. That's the whole point. That's the story. <laughs> okay, so Justin, what I'm saying you have is, a kid and you're married right now. You probably are not crying anytime soon. I'm just saying though, you need you need to get back with Timberland. <laughs> he needs to fucking jump back on Timberland's nuts. That's what he needs to do, bro. But he's got just Jessica Biel is quite a fine woman for a wife. Yeah, but if he wants to make good music again, he needs to fuck with Timberland. Not with Jessica Biel. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Jessica Biel ain't fucking producing you shit, dude. Jessica Biel. Not wait, wait, wait. Let's let's did you guys see Childish Gambino Donald Glover's um like commencement speech or like acceptance speech of the Golden Gloves? Uh-uh. Oh man. Who? Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Danny Glover? No. Donald Glover the Did you not watch Atlanta? Atlanta Hold the mic man. closer to your face. Atlanta. Did I tell you to watch Atlanta? Fuck Atlanta. Oh. Ain't watching that show. Is it on TV TV? Yes, FX. Cable TV? FX, motherfucker. FX. Man, motherfucker. You have cable. Fuck you. Get that. Dude, seriously. I guarantee that you will love the show. It's actually Nah, I'm not going to watch it. I guarantee. All right, all right. Give me the premise real quick. The premise is a guy from Atlanta who has a nowhere job. I'm already not interested. Who his cousin... Becomes a rap sensation, Paperboy. Oh my God! See, that's our. You already lost me. Who's a rap sensation anymore? Paperboy. All right, now you're just giving us shit. No, I mean, what? What? Who's blowing up, making Listen, a bunch of money off rap right I'm now? Do me a favor. Right now, Who is that is in the nineties? Listen, nobody makes favor. money no more in rap. Watch the f- Tech Nine does. Watch the first episode, and then and then. Just you know, watch the first hey, episode. Hey, let me tell, tell you something. You this guy straight okay. up called out a song during the Golden Globe Acceptance Award, uh-huh. and he straight up made this song straight up the number one song in America right now. That's the number one song on, in America? How is it the number one song in America? By what criteria? We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. Are you able to hear this, Corey? Cooking up dope in the crock pot. Don't think about it. Paperboy. That is not paperboy. That is Migos. Migos. Yeah, that sounds terrible, bro. I mean, this is the kind of music that's very popular right now in the hip-hop scene. It sounds straight up like dog shit oh the point is like you you <laughs> like, wonder yourself you're like wait cooking up dope with the crock pot that's yeah, still I, doing that that I sounds already, like we were we were talking about that e40 was talking about that in the early the I mean, late I still 80s day yet, but the late 80s so dope in the crock pot yes dope in a crock pot yes well, I didn't you know, know you could even do that. No, yeah, you're right. That sounds that sounds inaccurate. Actually. You can cook anything in a crockpot, bro. But basically, they were cooking up dope on a stovetop. So what the fuck is the difference between a stovetop and a crockpot? Well, my my point is, 
just takes like, longer. Like, shouldn't shouldn't have they evolved from that? Like, could they have not have taken whatever those motherfuckers were doing and evolved, improved? I mean, what, past cooking, that point? what cooking methods have evolved in since then to cook crack? That's what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My point is, why the fuck are you still cooking crack? That's my point. Is crack not dead as fuck? We're still smoking crack. Have we not got the memo on crack? Is crack bad, Corey? Yes. Crack is very bad. Yes. Uh, most, I would argue, most drugs are bad. Most. Okay. Who the fuck is still fucking with crack? Poor people. A lot of poor people. God damn. Wow. I would I would wish we'd have evolved since the late 80s. I would say 80s. middle class to rich people are fucking with Molly and like straight cocaine. But see, all right. So and we don't. Why don't we have, so the 80s showed that the murder rate increasing, huge arrests in, in, in the, a huge crack e- epidemic, right? We don't see that right now. You know, so. No, what we have is, what we have is a prescription drug epidemic. Okay, so he needs to switch up his Hell lyrics yeah, to reflect Hydro, that. Hydro, Oxy, Valium, <laughs> Vicodin, all that shit. So, so if he's talking about cooking up crack in his crock pot, uh, he needs to switch it up to talk about, uh, Adderall or something more, no, but, more but, relevant. But what you're missing is that <laughs> drugs, the oxycodone, the prescription drug is more of a, white poor white problem more so than the african-american community and the african-american this race issue oh we're making this a race issue (laughs) here we go three two one go and it's a fair point it's a fair point for you to mention pigmentation of the skin guys that's all it is because our ancestors were out in the sun a lot more (laughs) than the rest of us I'm brown skin. It's only because my my ancestors were out in the sun a lot more than other people's Europeans. I'm sorry, your ancestors were like in the clouds and inside the house, and that's why you guys were white. That's the only reason why this whole race epidemic is there. Pigmentation of the skin. That's all it is. There you go. Uh, Sheev just solved the entire race problem. All in the right. World. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Cheers. Cheers. Race problem solved. No. No, but yeah, I, I understand. That's a fair point. I, you know, same, same thing with crack. Who who did crack? Well, have you heard? Uh, okay, so, uh, well, yeah, crack was a predominantly you know urban Hispanic black phenomenon. Yes, well, you know, and, and there was a lot of white cheap? people that lost their shit over yes. crack too. Yes, but, but it seemed to have affected the black neighborhoods and the Hispanic neighborhoods much more. The worse. So. Yeah, yo, you guys okay. need to watch this documentary called Thirteenth. I told you about this. Netflix. Yeah, it was like a great this, one. It was actually. a good one. 13th on Netflix, it talks about the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, slavery, but over the years, like through segregation, Jim Crow laws, lynching, and eventually mass incarceration, it's still like persecuted, like, you know, whatever, black people and... Poor poor people generally, but but black people specifically. You should watch this documentary. There's a lot of Latinos in jail, too. Yes. yeah, well, but yeah. Latinos, but Latino, but this is the thing: Latinos is, have also been marginalized in in our country and in our culture. Oh, for sure, uh, Fair, fairly or unfairly, it's just and it's a it's a product of poverty and the other, and and, and in America, unfortunately, we have a fear of the other, the same way the the Italians and the Irish were marginalized. Hundred years ago, same way the the Japanese were marginalized and the Chinese were marginalized. It's the same thing. So it's not it's not any different. It's just it's a cycle, and it's just going to take time before things can can get to the point where it becomes less evident. If if you just look at like Hispanic um, 
I'm breathing hella hard. Because <laughs> right. I was jumping around. I'm sorry. His, if Hispanic people, is, as you move further and further into generation, you, you get further and further away from it. You know, the, the generations keep improving, the educational level. You would hope. And, and that, yeah, and that, that would be one of the, like, uh, Christmas Carol uh, from, uh, uh, who, who wrote Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens. Yeah, Dickens. So even if, as far back as Dickens, Dickens, there's no there's a there's a <laughs> there's a, a real poignant part of that story, you know, and, and, and it's in the movie and all that where he says, are there no prisons when he when he's talking about uh, the guy donating to the poor mm-hmm. and, he, and he says, are there no prisons? Are there no workhouses? And he goes, these are the places that I invest my money. You know, he's saying that like yeah. I don't give money to poor people. I invest in these institutions. That's how far back people in that class and Dickens is trying to let people know through a fucking book that was written God knows how long ago that the prisons were a place to invest. Were we talking about Tale of Two Cities? No. No. Christmas Carol. Well, yeah. The Christmas. So, so, well, no, the point is, it's, it's very relevant because right now there's a document on Netflix that's somehow enlightening the rest of the world to something that, that should have been common knowledge by this point. And, and Dickens was – that's why a lot of these classic books are very important and shit like that. But I do th- – but Dickens says it in there. Hey, Casey Social Peeps, read. He mentions – Reading's good. He mentions the Read prison. while you drink. You he can mentions drink beer prison and read. As the solution to poverty. His solution to poverty. He also goes far as to say, it, uh, well, if, uh, if they die of hunger or whatever the fuck – it decreases the surplus population, which is a very modern thought that people have nowadays. Maybe we're just weeding out the fucking weak. Yeah, this, the, yeah, and, and Dickens was on to this shit a hundred fucking years ago. And now we watch a shit on Netflix and we're like mind blown. Oh my God, prisons are fucking up poor people. They've been, we've been wrestling with this shit for a hundred plus because, years. Because we as humans like to visually see things more than like read about it. It's like, why do you think we like TV and bullshit personalities more than like reading actual no, anything? And, and and my point wasn't to bash the documentary because I, I I think it's great. Do you see it? My point, my 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 greater point is that, that this is a problem. That this isn't something new. This it, isn't something that. Oh no, I'm it, sure. Because a lot of people try to say that no, this is a liberal issue. Like I'm a liberal dude. I'm trying to say <sighs> that that the prison system's oppressing fucking. What was Dickens doing then? Was he a liberal? Was he caught up in this Republican left right shit, or was he just saying a, a fundamental truth? And the truth is that some fucking people in power view another group of people as inferior and something to be extorted. Or used for, really or for no, a greater for meaning. really no reason yeah. at all, really. It's just pigmentation of the skin. It's all it is. <laughs> no, and so, and so that was, it was more my point. Like, we try to make it like this, this left-right issue. I don't think that Dickens was back then going like, I'm a Democrat. I, mean, I don't think we even well, had that it, shit to that it was, extent. It was different. It's, it's, it's just, it's just so, so different in terms of how, how things were then as, as versus things are now. But but there's always been that, that divide of, of haves and have nots. And it's just becoming it seems now it's I don't I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. Well how about this? I got this uh, and 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 I'll I'll get into this because this is but just you know, I'm a pretty open minded dude. I try to see shit with a pretty open mind. I keep trying to reset. I don't know, Ruben. Last Sunday, you were acting really racist last time. I mean, that KK outfit no. where, like, you were wearing was just like out, out of hand. But I was watching nah, the new uh, uh, 
the Today Show this morning. Whatever the fuck the morning show is. Oh, you're I not into 24, man? The new 24 show that's coming out? <laughs> no, but whatever the morning show is. It's on, on which? But okay, there's, how, there's the how, Today Show, CBS This Morning? Or uh, it was morning one of those. Why do you know all that? It was Did one of those. supposed to know which one. Well, it was one of was them. Was his manager dead or alive? <laughs> I don't know, but here's my point. Someone's Matt Lauer, aren't so, you retired by now? But this was the this was the You need to ask better questions. Bastards. The crux. Go. We're not all right, so Turn I'm sitting the there and I'm watching uh the show and they're going they do Google Earth uh-huh. where they're going, Okay, we're gonna go to the story about the president, right? The president elect. And so they go whoosh, and they go down from above New York City and then they focus in on a tower, right? Uh-huh. And then the tower has his name in gold lettering all the way down that motherfucker, and then they go all the way down the tower, and then at the bottom is all these armed police officers, right? And they're they're about to talk about what this guy who's running the country, about to run the country, is going to talk. And it just struck me as, this is almost fantasy comic book shit. We always talk about the ivory tower. Like, and, and this, is, this is the reality of America. Marvel, right man, now. it's Marvel. There's a billionaire <laughs> in a tower with his name in cold lettering, with with, with armed, armed security all around, running running the show. Yeah, what, it's is that, funny because that, that's it's the true. state that we have it's shit funny. on. And I'm not dissing him. I'm not. I'm right now. I'm I'm just stating what the fuck I saw, and it was a bizarre, almost surreal moment where I was like, "Oh my god, we've entered like comic book scared territory." Like where if I was going to start a story. Yeah. About a man in a tower the with bad, gold lettering. The bad guy that runs everything. You see his huge building with his name on the side and the police. By the way, everyone out. no story that starts that way ends very well. No. Right? Never. If I'm going to start a comic book story of the guy in the tower well, with the maybe. gold lettering and the armed soldiers around it, that's not a very good start to the story. No, it's, not. it's not the White House. It's not, you know, the what you would imagine it. But this, I mean, is, this, is, okay. this is our. What's this the worst that can happen? He serves one term and then he leaves. Right? That's not the worst. That's well, the and, you know, I'm not even thinking worst case scenario. I'm just thinking of, like, what got us to the state that we worship wealth because and money we're to the off, point. man. We're not worshiping money. We're worshiping, no, like, we're the worshiping status quo. Because what money? Because everyone is saying. He's a billionaire. He's, he's yeah. really rich, okay. so he must so be So is Hillary smart, Clinton. So- Come on, No, she's man. not. She wasn't oh, a billionaire. Oh, that is such bullshit. You oh, know she's that. a billionaire. She's a billionaire. She definitely makes or at least a millionaire. No, no, like, come on. Like, no, no, it, it's not a question of, of how money. many zeros you have behind your name. Like, no, I, I don't. But and, and you, again, for, I, poor people. This is the reality. Let's not pretend poor people don't run for president. Of course not. You well, have money. That, so, but the system's against you. Correct. But but the point being is that he ran as a business person. He didn't run as anything but a business person and the feeling is well shit he's a business person and and it's and it's a sense of putting a, a square peg in a round hole Did I say that and right? we're gonna see if it works because, you're right i we, mean we, we have to, to see, see it, it. if it works pieces dude's gonna be literally a week from tomorrow he's gonna be inaugurated as president of the united states thing, running a business and, that's fine. and running a go- running the government are, it's not the same thing, and the principles that apply to a business can't apply to the federal government because that's just not how governments work unless you're going to be a dictatorship or you're basically going to run on it's some a, sort of um, 
what's the, what's the word I'm looking? What's the word I'm looking for? It's right maybe now? what's so great about our democracy is that this is a grand experiment. What exactly. we're seeing right now it's is unprecedented. It's, it's literally an experiment. I think that's what people take with surprise. And I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat. I'm actually registered as like non affiliated party. But it's it's like you know we have no idea what the fuck this guy's gonna do. But so is why it not? Good or bad? I think that's bad. I, I, I think that we Man. have expectations of people that we elect and have an understanding of where they stand and what they believe. And I, no one can tell you what he truly believes because depending on when you ask or how you ask a question, he's going to give you a different answer. I'd rather have someone who I completely disagree with every answer they give, but at least I know what their answer is going to be because it, then I know what I'm going up against – or if it's someone that agrees with me, I, I know that they're going to push forward the things that I believe in also. And, and listen, I don't think it's that far-fetched for people to have fucking apprehension about what we've seen thus far. That's why I, I always not, keep man. trying to reset. This, because dude, to me, this dude is literally going to elect Secretary of State, the CEO of ExxonMobil, big oil as as Secretary of State. Don't hold the... So my bad. My no, bad. if you hold your, your hand over it, it kind of muffles your voice. There you go. CEO of ExxonMobil is going to be Secretary of State. Now, I have no fucking idea what the fuck that means. Because, well, and, like... Know, <laughs> even more... Like, the, the, the troubling... Th- even and I'm sure CNN and Fox have done enough analysis on this to, like, kill someone 20 times in a row. But no, like <laughs> that's not even the part that concerns me. Isn't isn't even his nominations? It's none of. It's just what I see on fucking Twitter or or the, or the way he reacts. I mean, that's what how, real news is. How, yeah. No, how thin skinned the dude is. Well, no, but he, you know, and, and and also the double standard that like if Obama had done half the shit that this dude had did, his career would have been over a long time ago. And and people, so why are you letting it? Why are people letting it fly right now? Then because I think that certain people are allowed a certain amount of fucking. That others aren't, and and nobody wants to talk about, it and everyone's gonna roll their eyes like, "Oh, Ruben, you're gonna fucking pull in the." But is there not really a fucking? Yes, it's a there, double standard. Is there not a double standard that one, is, one guy man. can act like a fucking maniac and it's perfectly fine, and the other guy, we've never seen him. They, we've seen two clips of of, of Obama cry twice, maybe in eight years. One for Sandy Hook, oh, another yeah, one when shooting? he was talking about yeah. his wife. Yeah. The only two times we ever seen him break towards emotion, and there, it was a, a, arguably a positive emotion. I've never seen the guy lose his temper. I've never seen him just say, "Hey, no, you're you're fake. Fuck you. You don't get to talk." This is, this is, I've wait, never seen him do that when it was totally warranted. But, but this is the thing. That's when, scary. When you're president of I mean, the United States. Why are you even engaging in conversation? What the fuck do you care if Meryl Streep likes you or doesn't like you? Yeah. Why oh, you- that's like that's a shit that I'm just like, oh, dude, someone needs to take your fucking phone away because you need to get the fuck off Twitter, man. You really need to get the well, fuck off Twitter. Here's the thing. He's not even served one day in office yet. And this, fucking this crazy is what he's part. tweeting about. This is what he's tweeting about. He's like he's caring so much about what God damn, some, we, we just some, went up. we totally lost everybody, huh? If we didn't lose him on Jonas, <laughs> we lost him on some Trump shit, right? <laughs> hey, it's timely shit. What are you gonna do? Hey man, I, I, I'll, hey, I'll put it out there. I was not. I keep trying to reset with Trump. I keep trying to say to myself, listen, he hasn't been in office one day. Give the guy a chance. This is, blah blah blah. But man, he gives you so much fucking fodder, bro. He thing- gives you so much to be concerned about. He gives you so much to just shake your head and say, it's Jesus Twitter. Christ, this has no fucking... Well, like I was talking, Let I, me I, ask you guys this. Why was this guy elected as opposed to Hillary Clinton? 
Why? Because Hillary Clinton is a woman, and we as a nation are still not prepared to accept that a woman can... No, do you think it was just gender, or the fact that she just brought so much goddamn baggage with her? It's a Sorry, goddamn is like, no, is pre- is right, like well, prefacing. My bad, right, my bad. Well, yes. I name, shouldn't have said name, that. Name I should have said... Well, you, you said know, baggage. Yeah. Give me two well, of Well, it's like, things. you know, those emails, the fact that she... Okay, so some emails. You know, hit, I mean, Bill's her husband, and there's some baggage with that. He was president for eight years. Yeah, and it's Donald, more... But, okay, but what Bill Clinton did or didn't do shouldn't be reflected upon her because whatever indiscretions he committed, it wasn't... She didn't commit them. She Which was... It, a victim. If you want to say something, she was a victim of what he did. But if you're going to be president of the United States, you can't help but think about that, right? It's like you, yeah. Like ideal, just- idealistically, you you should be like, no, separate from like husband and wife. He served his eight terms back in the '90s. She's completely different, but. People are not like that. Like, people are like, you know, but this, you are the, with him. This is the reality. Hillary Clinton was not considered a, an accomplished enough woman to to defeat someone like Donald Trump. I think Sanders were Sanders was because but I think Sanders that, is a that man. was huge. That I was think huge I think the DMC strip shot themselves in the foot by like colluding. Openly colluding. That's like this is proven but, that they openly colluded with Hillary Clinton to burn pretty much Barry Sanders Bernie, to get Bernie, her the but nomination. The re- but the reality is, Bernie Sanders. First of all, <laughs> super left. It, no, yeah, no, absolutely. No, no, no. Socialist. Was, was, yeah, he was, totally. He was an independent that joined the Democratic Party to run. The reality was, Bernie Sanders was never going to win the Democratic nomination, whether. You agree with his positions or not, he wasn't going to win. The reality is that Hillary Clinton, as a woman, had too much baggage. If Hillary Clinton were a man, she would have won the election. I think people I know, have man. a difficulty. I don't know people about have that. A difficulty no, I, I, I don't know about with that. Women. And I, I see both. I, I see both points. I do think the Bernie Sanders did definitely have, lost everybody. Yeah, they did have it. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But, All right, let's go. Well, we'll now, on, now but, I'm but, saying let's let go back to beer. Let's go back to boozing. Let me get the final word. And all right, finish it out. I do agree that that the Bernie Sanders did have a lot of it, and I do believe that people were super biased against Hillary being that she was a woman if she was a man this would not even be an issue i heard a lot of shit people talking about the way she looked you know and, and when, when she was well. when she was younger everyone was talking about how pretty she was and all this and then as a woman gets older you know she doesn't get like like joe biden love she gets gets like like oh that's an old bitch love you know like <laughs> that's terrible but that's that's the way fucking people a lot of people looked at it and i think that that's how they felt about her well how about we talk some nfl shit or now, Speaking of, the Chiefs are hopefully going to win this weekend in the ice storm. That's going to happen. Shit, that's going to make it tough. The, the thing on, that I worry please. about with the Chiefs <laughs> is, as far as uh, the weather is. Are you going? No, I'm not going. I, was about to say, I decided not cold to. As fuck for this game. Who's Joe going to go with, man? He's go, he's got going? he's got like five people going. that he's go. going with. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, but, I'm uh, not my scene, man. So it's gonna it's gonna be snow and it's gonna be. Water and freezing temperature. Uh, the Steelers have a great running back. So Le'Veon Bell yeah. and Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Well, That's the, their well, offense. I think the Antonio Brown thing isn't a factor in fucking snowing. I mean, you really don't think so, man? No, not not in the weather that we're going to have. That's the thing, though. But they have a huge advantage. In the Here's the thing: game. Do you think They're the, gonna run the, the game is going to play still at twelve at Sunday? 
Yes. Yes. It's not going to be delayed till three or nope. delayed it's till Monday, NFL, bro. Nope. They no. don't. They no, don't it's money, but it's like it's like matter unless unless there's lightning, they're playing. Yeah. Even if there's like fuck. half the seats are stupid. Dude, I don't give a fuck. The NFL. That's what's gangster Zero about the NFL. Fucks given. That's what. As long as there's <laughs> not right. lightning, they are playing. But the NFL. One of the like beautiful things about that's the thing. Like, they don't care. Okay, the NFL doesn't give up. All those seats are sold. That money's collected. Yeah, they, they don't. They give will a play fuck. the game. Really, it's it makes it more TV. interesting for people. Yeah. Not here. Like here, we're fucking like, oh my god, but. In the East Coast, they'll be like, I want to watch them okay. fucking play in the rain. <laughs> Do you really? Okay. Who thinks at the stadium, no matter the weather, every motherfucker that wants to go to that game is going to get in their fucking it's car be and they packed. will go. So and it'll be packed. This is I the went one to thing the, I love the about Chiefs Zero fans. Ravens game and what? it was packed and this we were freezing our nuts This is the off. one thing I love about Chiefs fans. I don't care if it's rain or snow. You you will see those motherfuckers in the stadium when it's freezing rain, below zero. You will see them in the stadium, drunk as fuck, cheering on for our guys in red. Just how about there's going to be a bunch of Steelers fans over there? You really think so? Oh, yeah, brother. Steelers travel. Really? Yes, sir. Terrible it's, towels and shit. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's, there'll probably be five to six thousand Steelers fans. It's going to be terrible. They're going to be there. They. Uh, this is the thing. I was a Steelers fan. I know they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They bought a lot of fucking seats. If Chiefs fans hesitated even a little bit, those motherfuckers, and they're not even just from Pittsburgh. They're from fucking Texas. They're from fucking Oklahoma. Motherfucking Pittsburgh Steelers. A fan base. Yes. They're probably the biggest fan base outside of the Cowboys. And yeah, they're, yeah, they're big. They're, it's the Cowboys and then the Steelers. And then maybe New England. I don't know. Tra- what do you mean big? in terms of traveling? No, in terms of just the biggest fan base of overall, right? Cowboys one, Cowboys Steelers I just, two. Yeah, Cowboys, Steelers. That's what I said. You know who has a huge. I don't know if it's Raiders. anymore. Raiders have a big they're following. Up there. I don't know if they're three, but. but you know who, who's be the Green Bay. Green Bay's Packers. Yeah, well, everybody. Really? Yeah. Okay, here's another. Here's another thought. Well, who do you, you think they? Who yeah, you do you say? think they can beat the Cowboys? Who? The, the Packers in Dallas. Oh, yes, Pack, Pack, Packers are Packers are for real. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to run the table and just beat them? I don't know. If he's going to run the table. They're going to beat the Cowboys. That's why I picked. The score is going to be early. Was the Packers thirty-eight twenty-seven? High scoring. Yeah, thirty-eight twenty-seven. Dude. uh... Even before, the when, they, when they were struggling to get into the wild card, I knew the Packers were going to. Cowboys I, I are vulnerable to, to, to someone that can throw the ball. Yes, and and, and rushes can throw. The you ball. know, and you know what? The whole NFC is susceptible to good defense. <laughs> we have not seen where the fuck is the defense in the entire NFC. You know what? You know who the Dallas Cowboys are this year? They're last year's Panthers. That's who the fuck they are. Oh, awesome in the NFC. Yeah, I know what you're talking up, about. Yeah. Launching passes. Damn. Wait till they get hit in the mouth. Like they we saw defense. the Steelers slap the shit out of uh, the Dolphins. Did you see the way they did their quarterback? Dude, but the Steelers had straight and blatant open secondary holes. Like, I think the Dolphins, if they had a good quarterback and decent receivers, I think they could have been at least a lot closer to the game. No, but... My my broader point. Well, I thought the Dolphins were doing great. They got in the red zone. How yeah, many times man. were they in the red zone? They were on the, like the one yard line type shit. Yes, like, a, a bunch of times. But you know what? What you can't factor in. Did you see what the fuck they did to their quarterback? No. Did you see that light up? The way they lit. <laughs> oh, up they the lit him up. Yeah, dude, that is some dirty, borderline 
dirty ass shit. But I think I personally think Alex Smith can scramble a lot more than that other fucker. All that's right, what, that's what the Broncos <laughs> did last year. Yeah, the Broncos were just lighting up people, dude. <laughs> and you know what? And it works. This is the thing: the NFC does not hit like the AFC does. Yeah, if you hit a receiver hard, <laughs> yeah, whether he catches that ball or or doesn't catch that you ball, you hit him hard. Yeah, you hit him like the way Eric Berry hits a receiver. <laughs> You're going to worry about catching that ball. And then people go, oh, my God, why did he drop that pass? Because he got, <laughs> I don't want to get hit, man. Two plays ago, he almost got knocked unconscious by Eric Berry. That's why he's he's having the, some shaky catching. Roethlisberger, two picks on Sunday. Boom. Two look picks. at that. I and, hope you're and, right. I mean, there was some controversy that he he walked into that, uh, I mean, what is it, um, that conference room with all the sports reporters. I'm l- losing, my, losing my word for that. But he walked in with a boot. He always so, walks in with the boot. Here's the thing. He's a fucking I watched faker. that. I watched that play. Yeah. Okay? I watched the play, and what I saw was him land super hard on his throwing shoulder. And when he got up, he was shaking his shoulder. I told I, call, I when I saw the play, I go I go they go they say Roethlisberger's hurt. I go his fucking shoulder's hurt. That's he's what's bruised right. up, man. He's it's bruised shoulder, up, yeah. And he's had a, he's had an injury in that shoulder. Before. You know what's awesome though? But Justin Houston's coming back. No, That's but, a crazy part. <laughs> but the funny thing is though, they they emphasize the ankle and the boot. But I think he's trying to detract from the fact that it's actually his throwing shoulder that's fucked up. You think so? Oh, I don't know. But I didn't. Who's our front four? Who's our front four? Like Dontari Poe, Justin Houston, and then two other guys. Linebackers are who? Uh, D four Tambahali, that dude with the dreads and uh, Sorensen, that Sorensen who came in, who came down as inside inside linebacker as from safety. No, that's good. That's good. Dude, oh, me up, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, and we're pouring. Uh, this is an awesome beer, right? Yeah, talk about this, man. Talk about this. Well, we and we've I've went over this at nauseum that it's my yeah, pick of the year. But you know what, though? I really was impressed with Lagunitas High West, uh, High Westified. That's fucking ridiculous. Man, it's dude, so good. That's why, and uh, I think a couple years ago we were naming our favorite breweries, and I was saying Lagunitas was my favorite. And, I mean, I don't know For if it val- is now. I don't. But this because thing, I like local shit now. But the Casey value Social, of Lagunitas. Present. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. But the value of Lagunitas where you can fucking get a six-pack. That's why I love them. Twelve and a half percent for ten, eleven, twelve bucks. Dude, they aged that in a barrel for seventeen months, it, and it's fucking delicious. What I haven't tried this yet. We may, we may do it. We may do it, but it's, hey. it's you're gonna a, let them peer pressure you into it, aren't you? Well, I'm easily. I mean, fuck. What am I? I'm easily swayed. <laughs> You just swear the shit. But you're drunk. She, you see, the problem is she's drunk, and he's not going to remember how fucking good it is. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drunk, by the way, guys. I'm just well, feeling well, really well, happy right as, now. As his hand is covered, he's talking on the mic like this. Yeah, it really <laughs> fucks up your voice. <laughs> I, I wish you could hear it, and that's why we should have probably had fucking headphones. Yeah. My bad. It's all right. Yeah, you know, but I asked for headphones, and you told me to fuck off. So it's all right. Really? When, when I, I when I, I eventually run, no, don't public- give me a headphones <laughs> now. Oh, I when I eventually run for public office, this will come up on my vetting, and hopefully, my lawyers will cut this out eventually. So, hey, man, dude, I wish we wish enough people listen to it that they'll find this. You know what, man. It grows as it goes. That's what I keep telling myself. Dude, at, at, at this point... Everything that you do keeps fucking going. But this is the thing. 
at this point, th- this is so mild compared to what you can say and get elected president. So you know, dude, you were yo, so God, right. <laughs> thank you. He set the fucking bar off the fucking charts, man. You could be peeing on people, and he he's a germaphobe. <laughs> no, 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 he's a germaphobe. Trust like, me, trust me. Yeah, trust me. But, there, but I don't get peed on. Remember bitch. what the, the dossier said: the prostitutes peed on each other, not on him. Just FYI. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's hard to have that conversation. You know, when I'm, fuck did we get to this state? All I know is that it's Jesus. difficult to have a conversation Isn't that an with your wife. Question to ask about, though: Like, right. how did we get here? How? How? I think that uh, what led up to this? We had eight years. It was Obama. a white lash. It was a white lash. Oh, do you really I think, think it was? Jones, a- I think Jones nailed it, and it's what nobody wants to hear. Van Jones, but yes, Van yeah. Jones is CNN, a brilliant. I love that guy, night, yeah. and I think he nailed it perfectly the night of the election, and and everyone gave him so much shit over it. But hey, how about the fucking the logo? The, the they're making such a big deal about the Chargers logo. I love the Chargers logo. Okay, what's Wait, wrong with the say, Chargers like, logo? What are you guys? What are your guys' opinions about the Chargers going to L.A. now? Now L.A. has two teams: L.A. Rams and the L.A. Chargers. Now, yes. Are, my are my you, opinion is is that it's a money grab. All, all the NFL owners, all they give a fuck about is is making more money. San and, Diego should have built them a fucking stadium. End of story, right? Wasn't okay, that the whole crux you, of the matter. Maybe the billionaire owner should build his own fucking stadium. Yeah, but it doesn't happen that way. Even wow, here in Kansas City, man, we give them hell of tax breaks. Yes, but that's it's amazing. Wait, but it's amazing. We give them we give them tax breaks. Oh, why? Oh but why God. should San Diego? Okay, why should San Diego? Why should or why should San Diego or why should the the state of California spend a billion or more dollars to build this? No, no. Let me finish. A stadium for a team that's going to have ten games a year at most, eight eight regular season games and two preseason games. Is that the best use As of their NFL money? As an NFL fan, I don't. Both those teams are not that, that fucking good either. Hey man, you're talking about the whole fucking. I mean, that's opening up the can of worms of the United States is just obsessed with sport. Period. We and like we competition. Will, we like winners. We'll throw money at yeah. any fucking thing. It is, but 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 if if San Diego chooses not to, then, then you lose your team. Then you lose your team. Yeah, but that's, that's what fine, I'm saying. But, that's what that's if they wanted to keep them. Pay the motherfuckers because that's what because someone else will. It's terrible. But that's, I don't, but that's, I don't that's, necessarily that's, believe That's the it, animal but. that we've created where we expect cities and states to subsidize sporting, subsidizing billionaires. Everybody loses their shit about the person on welfare getting <laughs> getting so go, true. $900 go, a month. That is a Oh, shit, but the billionaire, let's give him a $2 billion Wait. loan and tax breaks, Listen. and you get to keep all the concessions, and we love you. Preach, Listen, motherfucker. You hit preach. this. Listen, preach, motherfucker. Listen preach. this is a great point because – I hear this hey, all man, the time. I agree with you on this shit. No, right? listen, like, listen. Don't worry. I'll like talk to you about politics, but damn, you're right on this shit. No, no. <laughs> but the thing that I see that infuriates certain people the most is when uh, I'm gonna say when poor people get money. Yeah. When poor people get money, you talk about pissing a motherfucker off. Yeah. Poor people aren't getting that much money. No, I know, but it what are they doing with them? it? They're fucking spending every fucking penny is On going welfare, food stamps, it's drugs. Go, it's all <laughs> going back in, okay, every single penny that they get is going back into they're not living the highlight. Like, everybody thinks, "Oh, they're living." Yeah. It's terrible, man. Proven, were you poor? Oh my god. You know what? Okay, if no, it no, wasn't for thing. if it wasn't for no, I'm, no, I'm going to no, say no, this cuz I'm a product of government that's assistance. But my point being is I am. did you live the high life? Did you live no, in luxury? No, no, man. Or, but you know what? It, hey, or did it suck? Hey, I just want to personally thank every pissed off white dude or 
or Republican dude that gave money. Or Democrat. Yeah, whoever gave money to the Fed that, that helped me get a free lunch, that helped me get free breakfast. When the breakfast program started, we all were like, fuck, what? We get breakfast? Okay, it allowed me to not rob and steal and become an asshole. I actually went to college. And they've actually tightened these restrictions. It makes it harder for these people. Hey, man, we're when you're when you're – investing in a child's hunger you're investing in a child's education you're not fucking yourself as a society you're you're helping yourself and no no and, and it's such a weird argument and and if you talk about giving money to defense to blow up people kill people or uh build a new tank, a stadium or build it but this is it's fine no one's talking no, about feeding a kid educating a kid it becomes a huge issue. No one on welfare. Why, though? Why? No, no, Do you think so it's propaganda? It's propaganda? No. Yes. No hey, one. Man, but thank you, guys. Thank you for whoever allowed the government cheese. I ate government cheese. No. Thank you for provi- whoever provided the free lunch. I appreciated it. No, uh, no one. I'm hey, sorry that it Ruben, may have pissed you off. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have you here, man. I, I really believe <laughs> that. I, and no, I think there's no. a lot of kids right now that their parents, that now they have the force you to work program. So my mother would not have been in the house. I do not think she would have been able to tutor me the way she did. Mama actually sat there with me, taught me. And I know people are rolling their eyes. Well, she should have done that on her own. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Why is it such a bad thing to allow the people that freedom to do that if they're going to produce uh, I mean, uh, America, citizens who give back? I'm, I'm not thing, saying I give back at this point, man, but I ain't robbing America, America was built on immigrants. Why this, don't we fucking just like help the, them out? This is a reality. No one... Poor on welfare became, got rich off of the welfare and lived in a palatial place. They lived in a bad area with crime and poverty all around, and 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 everyone is afraid they're taking from me. That is going to me. But is 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 the society is is the society that we want to create is a whole bunch of haves and have-nots and people at the lowest level. Have no opportunity to move up. The, oh, the goal, yeah. the goal has, of every society should be to lift up those. And I but that's not to... that's not inherent in human nature, man. Well, it should be. Well, no. it's not though. That's the thing. We're and born it, to take more than we need to. Because I don't we think like so. To have, yeah. I dude. don't think internally oh, we feel yeah. that. I mean, you, know you don't. You're you're probably an outlier, bro. But like, I'm telling you right now, like human nature is like I like power, I like money, and I like to have it all the fucking time. So I'm gonna keep it, and whoever. Whoever doesn't have it, I don't want them to have it because that takes money and power away from me. Well, so my, I want my, it all the time. My, my faith tradition preaches social justice and those least but, of us. And and you know, and, and a core tenant is uh, treat the stranger as yourself, for you were once a stranger love, in the I land love, of Egypt. I love you know, and, and I that's was not, awesome. But not everyone has that. I want everyone to have what you believe in, but not everyone. But not everyone does, man. You know, and 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 there's two great points on this, and one of them is that right now, like in the last uh, ten years, ten, thirteen years of my life, I paid a shit ton of taxes. If any of that money went to feed a kid. Thank God that it did. I have no – I don't care. I don't care if, if the lady that got the, the welfare check fed her kid. I have way more problems to worry about than the, if my money went to feed a kid. And, and some people are genuinely mad about that. The second point is he brings up religion. And I used to be – you know, I was, 
what I would consider agnostic, where I would I I thought there you know I wasn't discontinuing that there was I thought there could be a higher power, but I wasn't uh, convinced that it was what was in. But you know I in in reading Jordan Peterson, Jordan B. Peterson, listening to some of his argument to intellectuals, atheists, in in his debate with them has changed my view of how I see religion and I think Who's that Jordan Peterson it, it, explain him Jordan B Peterson is 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 a guy who's a super intellectual is it's like he looks at it like if you're a religious person that there's different le- levels of religion just like if you're a scientist people praise science in this modern day and age and if you say hey I'm an atheist and I like science but you work at at uh Walmart which is fine I'm not dissing that but Maybe you're not at the high level that some scientist is that went to MIT, right? So there's different levels of religious people, too. So the average religious person that you're arguing with and telling him his shit is bullshit and he can't intellectually argue with a guy from MIT, Jordan Peterson would be at that high level of an intellectual person who is arguing on the side of religion. I believe that there are certain tenets within religion that are older than than science even science is a modern phenomenon that we but there are certain principles and things ethically that we as human beings abide by and feel in our core that defy lot maybe uh the logical sciences in modern times and he argues in that respect to a high level that i i have grown to appreciate more what religion has to offer in these modern times. And I think that that's probably why we're in so much shit that we are in now is that we've, we fucked up the whole moral compass. You're talking about power and, and all these things. And I think well, that like, a lot of us do praise that shit. But I mean, if you look at the old tenets of Judaism, Christianity, I mean, we, 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 we praise, covered this shit. I mean, we praise power like and money because it's a deep sense of insecurity. We think it's like a sense of happiness. We think if we have more money and more power, it's going to bring us happiness. It's and all right, and, that's and, what and it Biggie is. said it. More money, more problems, right? Yeah. And there are lessons in the Bible. Back to, uh, there are lessons in the Bible. There are lessons in the Quran. There are lessons in... In uh, the Gita, <laughs> yeah. So that address that address nice. these things, right? And I think we've kind of and and he brings up a great point. He says like that's the fascination with with mod- like what's the materialism. Most pop- the man. popular movies right now are like like the Avengers, right? Yeah, all this shit. Look how much money we spend on making these. They're modern Movie. day myths. Yeah, they're modern day myths, and they're they're of people that are transcending. There are people that are struggling with morality, and that's because we as human beings look for and desire these things, and we know what the fuck is right, and we know what the fuck is wrong. Otherwise, these movies would not be impacting us in that way. Yes. So you could look at religion in the same way. Why is that fascinating so many fucking people? Yeah. Because okay. there's a lot of truth Here's, the, here's the, the huge human conundrum. We know what the right thing is, and yet why do we do the wrong thing? We don't always do the wrong thing. We we do, but but, but uh, what, what Shiva's getting at is that it's a balance of the ego of what yeah. <laughs> of what is best for me versus what is best for everyone. Is it if is it best for me as an individual to have more than everyone else? And how do you balance what what you're trying to accomplish versus what's the best for and, for and, the and, for the collective? Okay, and this is what I think where Jordan Peterson hits it on the head the most right is that he teaches 
Well, his thing isn't like what I'm going to do to try to save the world. But I think what's best for you, Sheev, is what's best for the collective. I really do. And I and I and that that's what was the most profound thing that is like if Reuven becomes the best that Reuven can be, that's best for everyone. That's best for all. If I have a clear conscience, a good mindset and I'm trying to improve and I'm trying to make myself good, the whole world is better for that. The kid in the hood who's fucking dealing with all this violence and all that shit. If that little dude does the best that he can for himself, he improves himself to the best he gets on that mindset. That's better for fucking everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a a responsibility on ourselves, man. But I don't know. That's what I've been wrestling with myself. But on that note, we just turned into a fucking pumpkin, man. We're, we're exactly at one hour, man. And so. Holy crap. So the first half, we talked about Trump. Second half, we talked about religion and morality. No, the best part is we talked about Jodeci. Jodeci was how we said oh, the shit fuck off. yeah. So the good, part is, the good thing is that most people at the Jodeci will go, fuck this, and, and they'll miss it. Fuck, dude, she, she's going to – Reuben's going to have to edit the fuck out of this because she doesn't know how to hold just, a goddamn mic. He did the mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> two, one, two. Any last words, Corey? You got last words? We're Famous doing last words. words right now? Famous last words, bitch. What? Well, we're an hour. We're an we're hour. Done. We're done, it's dude. Kansas City Social Hour. Social okay, Hour. Okay, we can edit with, like, talking about at least no, no, some No, no, we don't edit. This no. is a no, no editing. How dare you, How sir? How dare You're you? just going to come and change the parameters of the fucking universe and Damn. shit, bro? The universe. You're about to throw this whole shit off the course. The fuck? Next thing you know, Trump will be president. Oh, the shit. Fuck? Never mind. Uh, too late. <laughs> nah. All right. Bye-bye. No. Oh, hey, Corey. Uh, say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. What?